welcome to the Dad to the Bone podcast, where three dads sit around, talk about dad stuff, and wonder why, when you give yourself a quarantine haircut, it never comes out the way that it does in the YouTube video. It absolutely Ever. does not. You're absolutely right. It does Ever. for me. Hashtag no fade lines. No, for sure. I, oh, man. I did, one, I did one a few weeks ago, and now I have a shaved head. It, just, <laughs> yep. it, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's always, like, worth a shot because you're like, well, I was going to buzz it anyway, and so if this doesn't work exactly. out, I'll just buzz it anyway. But maybe exactly. I'll be lucky. You know, I, I, got, I, I let mine go for two weeks, and then I, like, walked by a mirror and saw what the side and back of my head looked like, and I was like, What? <laughs> What am I doing? That's the hard one. Shave my head that day. Guys, <laughs> I'm I'm bald, so the top is easy. What I'm missing is the barber's preciseness with edging up the lines and, and, and cleaning up. You know, I'm not Yo. really good at that. So that's why I go to the barber shop. So I miss like you gotta a nice get, little edge up. You gotta get one of those uh plastic things that they have. Have you seen them? They're like the yeah, I've, seen the, I've like, seen the infomercial for them on Facebook. Yeah, yeah nah bruh, nah bruh, yeah, nah bruh. Now they, now they sell them at Walmart. I mean, of course. They look pretty legit. I've never tried it, but they look pretty legit. Um, <laughs> guys, listen, my name is Rich. I am joined, as always, by my two cohorts, co-podcast uh, hosts. I guess, why did I say podcast? Two co-hosts, sorry. Fellow uh, co-hosts. We got, Q, we got QJ. What QJ up, though? What up? I'm, I'm uh, early. Sorry. What up, though? You're good. No, you're good. You're excited. I can feel the energy. And um, <laughs> and uh, and we got we got Sam here as well. Sam, say what up. So many jokes in that little bit that you guys just did together that I'm refraining from going into. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm glad to be here, y'all. Glad to be here. Oh, uh, and I'm I'm glad I'm glad you have more self control than I do. Um, <laughs> listen, we. I mean, it's been. It's been a ride, guys. This season has been crazy, and I feel like through as we've tried to, you know, work together to navigate all these uh, different things that have been going on, even just like at the very, very beginning of the season when we were still recording in person, then going to recording in a in a purely um, digital sense, remotely, you know, away from each other, social distance and whatnot. That's been an adventure, and then now just you know the way that things are shaping in the world, the quickly changing climate of um, the COVID-19 pandemic, along with, um, as always, uh, uh, an ever-shifting and always hot topic political climate. Uh, and then now you throw in there um, things that are happening nationwide um, as a result of the, you know, the, the injustice that, that's been happening uh, in the Black community. And man, there's just... It's been a whirlwind, to to say the least. Yeah, it's been crazy, man. Um, I I got to be honest with you, it's been a roller coaster of emotion from complete uh, sadness and sorrow to, you know, moments of happiness and seeing people come together. Um, it's it's covered the entire gamut for me, and even moments of anger and you know. Um, you know, dealing with times like this is it's hard to like pinpoint exactly where you are because it feels like once you see a, a social media post or once you hear about something that's going on, it's like you change your your temperature change. And so um, I'm, I've been all over the map. Uh, you know, for me, I keep 
I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, is this the year? Like we're going through this year and it's, it's awful and it's terrible. I keep thinking to myself, is this the year that in 10, 15, 20 years from now, I'm going to look back on and be like, man, 2020 was a doozy. I mean, that was like, like what happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? I keep wondering if that's the case, you know, like people who live through like the great depression or, or certain yeah. times in world war two. And they're like looking at these things going back, man, that was a tough year. Like, is this going to be one of those years that we think about and re- re- recall for the next 10, 15, 20 years? You know what I mean? Can I answer that for you? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. I, I saw somebody a, a posted deep, a meme. resounding yes. Somebody posted a, uh, a meme and it said, hey, did somebody forget to give 2020 a Snickers? <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Because, yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it like it started with Kobe and then Corona and murder hornets. And uh, I was talking to Woo! a coworker and he said, oh, yeah, hurricane season's coming up. So, like. Wow. Oh, man. What were the, um, I think the, I don't want to get this wrong, Australian fires were this year as well? Yes. Yep. Yep. Man, man, it's crazy. Um, In the words of, uh, in the words of Black Thought from the roots, he said, uh, Mother Nature spinning off of its axis, or no, the earth spinning off of its axis, got Mother Nature doing backflips. (laughs) <laughs> Things are out of control lately, y'all. But in the midst of that, this episode, we wanted to kind of shift gears a little bit. The season has been a pretty uh, pretty different one, but but I think that's a good thing. We've had a lot of hills, uh, a lot of different turns and uh, surprises. And so um, a lot of great content here. And today, I believe, will be no different. Today, we wanted to talk about leadership and specifically to start us off, um, you know, we're riding this train somewhere, but to start us off, we wanted to talk about uh, the lack of leadership. And so, um, you know, the, the angle that I think we all see, you know, back in the day, traditionally, you know, it was, it was pretty easy. You look at just like the people who are the established, visible leaders of a movement, of a company, of fill in the blank, whatever it was, you looked for those leaders uh, to kind of give direction, to kind of set the tone for things. Uh, But that's not so anymore. We live in a day and age where leaders come from all different places. They have mass followings. They have no followings. Um, You can literally become a leader overnight uh, by just saying, you know, the right sentence, by just being in the right place and the right picture. And so now that leadership is so diverse, so widespread, um, and coming from everywhere, um, that that it kind of looks a little bit different who we're getting our viewpoints from. But in this time that we're in with everything going on, um, you know, I think you guys would agree with me just for our conversation before this. It kind of still feels like there's uh, voids in these areas that you would traditionally see people um, in leadership leading very vocally, very uh, directly, very um, clearly. Um, it just kind of almost feels like there's there's some voids in those areas. And I think that it, that kind of trickles down also um, to maybe our communities, maybe our neighborhoods, maybe our houses, uh, our homes, maybe our friend groups. And so what I want to start us off all talking about today is just what do you guys, when you guys look at this, um, let's talk starting off about just that, that idea of uh, needing leadership, but currently feeling like there's this lack of leadership. 
Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. I see it. You know, it's, it's just it's just a different day, and and you know the paradigms of what we traditionally uh, used to look to has changed tremendously. You know, you look back to when we started this podcast, we talked about the paradigm of fatherhood and how it's changed, and how in the past we, you know, to be a father meant you went to work. And, you know, you brought home the paycheck and that was your job. That was how you were a good father. You were a provider. And you look at uh, nowadays, fathers do most of the housework, half of the housework. They have spouses at work to help support the family. And so with that, things have changed in that way. And they've also changed in regards to, uh, you know, how we receive information. It used to be, you know, like you said, the CEO was a trusted figure. You know, your, your politicians were trusted figures, you know, your religion. I mean, but as time has changed, you know, the paradigms have shifted. And so it's left a void, I think, just in general and, and where we look for leadership. You're no longer looking to the CEO of your company to really provide you with the guidance you need. You're no longer looking, you know, uh, at those old community folks you used to look to to provide you with leadership. And so that that lack of leadership is definitely missing and a void of where we used to traditionally find it, it's just, it's not there anymore. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I think, you know, it's wild too, because now uh, to go back to what Rich was saying, anybody can be a leader overnight. And it's, it's, it just depends on if people are following you or not. You know what I mean? Before we were able to access um, all the information we're able to access because of the internet and social media and all of those things, the interconnectedness that we all have with one another before all that, man, I mean, what you used to, they, back in the fifties and forties and fifties, they would gather around the radio and listen to one person talk about what the leaders were doing. Nobody knew. I mean, most of the time you didn't even know what they looked like much less had access to their Twitter feed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, anything like that or, or know what they're doing in their personal life or on the weekends or where they're vacationing or where they play golf or anything like that. And so almost like the interconnectedness of people via social media and um, you know, the internet and all that, I feel like it almost makes uh, the, 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 what is, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the, uh, like the space between the top shelf and the normal people. What, what would that be called? Upper echelon. Like, yeah, almost like, almost like there's not a gap there anymore. And the, the leader has become just a normal person when usually it used to be, there was almost like a hierarchical hierarchy to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where the leader was something special and something different, something other. And now I feel like that's kind of almost fallen apart in our current culture and our current context. And so, you know, it, it when we look at this and we say, man, you know, we need, it would be awesome to have great leaders in our community. It would be awesome to have great leaders for our kids and in our families. And as dads, as fathers, we're looking at this leadership thing saying, okay, you know, we're supposed to, we need to lead our kids. We're called, we're supposed to be an example for them and all that. And it's hard for us as dads to do that when leadership has almost become, uh, it's just become something that it, it didn't used to be. Does well, the veil is off is what I like to say. You know, you, you hit a good point when you talked about, you know, there used to be a separation between those folks up front speaking and the folks who were receiving it. And there used to be a shield of almost invincibility, which has been torn down. And 
there's a big term called deconstruction, you know, where some people talk about deconstructing their values. I think that that's happened a lot more with the recent generations than it has in the past, where there's been a lot more deconstructions. And we've recognized that these people in these roles are human, where in the past, I think they were put on levels as gods. I mean, if you, you know, in in some uh, spirit, some religions, you know, they did lift people up to, a, you know, a level of godlike. And they were at this level where, you know, they were above you. And I remember being a kid thinking like, right. so wait. Does that mean that person is like a god? Because they're like, you know, yeah. and I'm, I don't, I don't want to go into specific to it, but you guys know what I'm talking about with certain um, parts of religions where this person is, you know, Santa Claus is a, is a good example right. of that. Santa Claus was like, a real look dude. At, <laughs> look at look at ancient Egypt. You know what right. I mean? Like they they immortalized all of their um, pharaohs. You know what I mean? Like things like this. Now, obviously, we're not ancient Egypt, but I get what you mean. There was almost this like untouchability of those who were in that that level or that upper echelon of, of leadership. And now it's not that. Now I feel like people almost, there's almost a swing of trust and um, authenticity. And so I feel like people a lot of times lead towards, you know, other types of leadership. But, but, but again, what we're getting at is this lack of it. It feels like there's almost this, just these voids in these areas where, where it's crucial and it's important. And like I said before, I think it leads all the way back down to parenting, being a dad. Um, and, and a lot of times, like, we have so many different things going on between work and kids and, you know, navigating a pandemic, you know, that, <laughs> that's, you know, the dust is still clearing on and, and all these different things. And it's like, man, how do we, how do we find the time? How do we find the energy um, to even step up into those areas that ordinarily, you know, maybe we want to take the initiative to jump into um, but but right now we're just feeling like gassed. We're just feeling exhausted or we're feeling like, you know, kind of discombobulated. That's a word I don't use often, but discombobulated. Like we don't know where to start. Um, and so it's a nice word. Yeah, I, like I, I, I don't think there's. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a big word right there. That's, that's top tier for, for my vocab. Um, you know, so, you know, I think I think it's one of those things where it's like um, people respond well to, to leaders because. I feel like, especially in the day and time we live in, people people unite around a cause, um, yes. and we've seen that. You know, we've seen that big even recently. People unite around around a cause. Um, you know, my generation, our generation, and even the younger generations coming up, they are moved by a cause. They are moved by something that they can get around, they can huddle around, they can lock arms with each other on, and and fight for something, and you know, um, go after something, work hard toward a common goal together. And so there's no shortage of people who want action that want to see action that are moved towards action um but um there we, we still need leaders to to help direct that point that um and and you know put an arrow on that so that way that energy and that passion and that drive and that zeal um for change for progress is directed in the right way and it actually um, becomes effective and impactful and so um why don't we talk about what what do we think is holding people back? So there's a lack of leadership. We need leaders. We want leaders. We want change. We want things to move forward. What What do you guys think is just holding people back? And I mean people like, you know, us, you know, leading or, you know, being intentional with our children in those kind of ways of leadership uh, to us leading our friend groups um, or taking the initiative to, um, you know, 
lead well in our friend groups, on the job, you know, and work that all the way up to the to the highest tiers. What do you think holds people back um, from wanting to to lead more? I think honestly, I think some of it is um, bandwidth. You know, I think some of it is yo, I don't have the time, I don't have the energy, I don't have the resources, I don't have the whatever. But I think a lot of it um, is just not really knowing how, not really knowing what or how or who or where, or, you know, all, all the things. It's, it's all the questions, all the unknown thing where you're like, well, what if they ask me this and I don't know? What if they do this and I don't know? I mean, talk to any expectant father, right, who's got a kid on the way. And they, they'll, they, they have these conversations all the time. Well, what if my kid does this? I don't know. What if my kid asks me this? I don't know. What am I going to do when they're a teenager? I don't know. I mean, I, I have, I have six kids right now and the oldest one's 10 and I'm still asking myself, what am I going to do when they're a teenager? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I, I, I think a lot of the times what's holding people back is that they don't necessarily know how to do it. They don't know what to do. And, and it's almost as if they, they feel like they don't have the capacity to do so. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't and know. So, I see. What? I guess I see it from the other side. So I, yeah. I think, I don't know. Always know if it's a I, one. I totally agree. I totally agree that there's there's times when people want to get involved and they don't know what to do, and um, they don't know how to do it. And I think that there's sometimes they let that fear hold them back, and that they definitely should not do that. Um, and stop them because leaders do come from everywhere. They they come from nowhere. And so um, I think on the flip side of that, though, I, I do think there, I mean, for me personally, and I know there's a lot of dads out there where um, before coronavirus hit, you had a lot going on already. And so there were times where we even talked about on the show where you had to just learn how to say no. And so um, I think to your point, though, stepping into those roles it sometimes feels like those things are what holding you back like with your kids and managing your having some time to yourself to just be you know you it's one of the the challenges of i think the coronavirus is we've all been stuck in the house and so where you would have had an outlet before you don't because your kids can't go anywhere you can't go anywhere and so it's i i think it can be a little bit of both I think there are definitely folks who definitely just don't know what to do, but I think there's definitely folks who, you know, they genuinely have a lot going on with work and everything and trying to just make it from day to day. Cause there's a lot of folks just trying to make it. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, that's cool. But, uh, I gotta go to work. So, you know, it's, right. a, it's a tough balance tonight. I, I do agree. And I think that does hold people back until you're right, Sam, something like this happens and then you kind of, you know, you bite the bullet. So yeah, what what is it? You know, yeah, no, totally. And then you have to somehow go go from okay, how do I, I? I see the need, I see the void. What what do you guys think? How how do people make that jump? How do people become the leader that they need, that their community needs, that their family needs? Like, how do people? Where do you even start? Well, you know, I think. Um, I think, especially if we're talking about like bandwidth, people having time, resources, availability, um, all of those things, um, you know, I would just say, um, again, I think I feel like we, we do this a lot. It's a great, it was a great movie. I, I underrated it when I first saw it, but it, it, 
it's obviously stuck with me, but in Frozen 2, they say, you know, do the next right thing. And, and so I think that, um, you know, to that end, it's just like, you know what, man, like, if we can't have these huge visions of grandeur and all that stuff, that's not a reality for where we're at now with our time, our resources, our energy, uh, our attention, our focus, all those different things, then just do the next right thing. You know, the next time you're, um, you know, given a situation with your children, you know, or, or with just your family in general, um, where you can leverage that situation to be more intentional, to lead them in a very intentional way, you know, do that. Next time you're in a conversation in your friend groups and, and, you know, the conversation is kind of uh, going somewhere that, that, you know, it's, it's not completely right or that, you know, it's, um, it's not making sense. It's not factual, you know, uh, all those kind of things, whatever it is, you know, like uh, be the one that steps in and corrects that and, and gives the corrective action, the correct, the course correction, you know, um, in your workplace, all those different things, just when you have that opportunity presented, presented, act on it, don't pass on it. And I think, I think a lot of a little turns like a lot of, of a little turns into a lot, you know? And so if, if we just start by taking the next right step by trying to lead small in those situations we already encounter every day and we're intentional and not passive about it, I think those things culminate into um, big leadership. You know what I mean? But I think it, it starts little by little by little by little. And with enough bricks, you build a wall, you know? Well, and you also have to talk about uh, one of the ways I was taught how to lead as a kid is like be the best at what you do. So, like, if your job is to sweep the floors, be the best floor sweeper you can be. You know, if you're wiping down tables, you be the best uh, table wiper there is. The The point of it is, is just saying you lead by example. And so when we talk about finding ways to lead, finding ways to lead isn't always about grand gestures. It's not always about being the person up front or, you know, the person who people are looking to is about doing your job. I mean, when we talk about football analogies and, and Bill Belichick, they say, do your job. So a lot of times there are opportunities for us to lead that we can't, we can't overlook them as leadership. If you're the person who is in your department and you pride yourself on doing your job the best, that's leadership. And if people look to you and say, Hey, you know, uh, Sam knows what he's talking about. That's leadership. And so, um, being a leader in your community uh, could be as simple as being the person who's got the best yard on the block. That guy who you don't know how he keeps his grass cut so well and so well maintained when yours looks like weeds, like mine. Don't judge me. <laughs> but it's... I'll tell you what, that's me, man. It's, you know, being a leader is not always... We got to remind people it's not always being the person up front. It's not always being the vocal person. It's yeah, the person who's right doing the job. It's the person who's doing the work. Mother Teresa yeah. was, was not a person who was asking for attention. Um, there's numerous examples of other folks like her. Martin Luther King was more fighting for equality than he was fighting for attention. You know, he, folks like that, folks who are Mahatma Gandhi, who was literally going on a hunger strike, I mean, my God, you know, I couldn't imagine missing a snack, let alone eating, not eating for days. So <laughs> you you look at people who have reached these heights and, you know, their behavior started with just doing those little things that they don't and didn't ask for people to see. So we all have that ability in us to do things and say, you know, 
give give from our heart and not you know not post the, and put it on the gram and not show people that we've done it. I know we've all done it before, and even the folks who are listening, that's leadership. That's leadership. I've I've heard stories of people giving money to people anonymously, anonymously, and never telling anyone or doing things or showing up. And um, I've had mysterious things happen when my grass got cut for me. So and uh, you know I was out of town. So things happen, and those little things go a mighty long way in in just being a leader. And so I think one key component too of talking about small ways you can lead is just doing things without ever getting recognition. That's what a leader does. A leader will sacrifice. A leader will serve. You know, we've been talking about um, there's a lot going on right now with with protesting and things like that and talking about police officers and things like that. And one thing that I really think we need to focus on, we have conversations, is what it means to serve. All police cars, most of them, or in their logo and their mantra, some of them even put on their car, it says protect and serve. We have to remember what it means to serve, the humility in serving, the uh, um, what it means to be something for someone that they can't be for themselves. That's what service is. It's offering yourself to them. It's, in a sense, kneeling for them, in front of them. And so uh, a leader does serve. And so sometimes when we don't have leadership, or to take it back to the lack of leadership, it's because our leaders aren't serving. They forget who they serve. They forget that their their responsibility out of the people who are responsible to them, and so it's vice versa, and it's a it's a reciprocal relationship. So we got to keep that in mind and just just do the small things. That's huge, man. I think I think that is so so powerful. Talking about how the leader is not always the person up front, man. So some of the greatest leaders that I've known in my life are 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 men and women who you would never they'll never get the credit (laughs) no you would never know even half the stuff they do but the fact that they do it the way they do it how they do it when they do it and for as long as they've been doing it they're the ones that are moving the ship forward you know what i mean and you would have no idea just because moving the ship forward yeah 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 okay i just wanted to (laughs) yeah 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 just because they're not the loudest and they're not the one up front and they're not the one in the limelight and getting all the attention, you know, they are, it doesn't mean that they're not the leader, you know? And I think that's important for, especially for a lot of dads to realize that just because you're not, you know, opening your door and saying, Hey, welcome to my crib and giving a tour. Like, you know, you're not making millions of dollars and you're not, you know, the, the king of the world, whatever. That doesn't mean that you can't lead exactly where you are. Oh, and right. Exactly I, what you I, have. I really love what, what Q just said about, um, you know, whatever you do, lead well in that. Because, you know, I think I think for, for most of us, it speaks louder to see somebody doing what they do with excellence rather than trying to do what everybody, or like trying to do everybody else's job for them. You know what I mean? Like if you do, like like Q said, if you're sweeping, sweeping floors, but have y'all ever seen somebody that takes like, like, the most utmost pride in like doing a job like that. It's inspiring. It's like, yo, the fact that you can wake up, get out of bed every day and be passionate about this, that says, that, that says something about you. Then I can do that where I'm at. You know, like that kind of thing is way more inspiring than having that person who thinks that they should be doing everybody's job for them because they're the best at everything rather than just their thing. And so, you know, 
saying that in agreement with Q that man, like whatever you're, wherever you're at, you know, wherever you work, whatever your family dynamic is, whatever your thing is, um, you know, whatever you, you potentially have any influence or say over start there and just do that well, you know, do that with excellence, lead in that. And, and those things just, they just snowball, you know, and, and not only that, but like you guys are saying too, you know, the greatest leaders a lot of times go unrecognized, you know, you might not, you might be that guy already and you don't even know it, you know, because people are seeing you and observing you and you're inspiring them and they're, they're changing the way, the way that they do things and everything because they're seeing you and it's inspiring them with the way that you lead, but they may not ever tell you that they may not ever be close enough to tell you that. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's not happening. So again, you know, don't get discouraged when, when people, uh, aren't spotlighting you or always giving you pats on the back. You know, obviously we know that we lead because there's a need for it, not because, you know, we get something from it. But, but again, um, just because you don't hear feedback, you know, don't, don't, don't also assume that what you're doing isn't effective. You know, sometimes it's effective and it just, you know, just flies under the radar. But, but I think that's great. Leading well in your area with what you do. Don't, don't be concerned with what other people are doing. Yeah. And, you know, influence the people you can influence too, you know, in your community, in your area. So, and the thing is, the more you do it, the more comfortable you're going to feel. And the more you do it, the more leadership capacity you're going to develop in yourself. And then leading becomes easier and easier. And when opportunities do arise, um, and you have the bandwidth and the time to, to, to manage, then you can step into those roles and, and lead where it's needed, you know? Yeah. Right. Wow. And that's, that's a good point because, you know, you'd like you to back to your point about it just being something learned. And so, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I learned a long time ago, you guys know what luck is? Be in the right place at the right time. (laughs) No preparation meets opportunity. So that's true. Then it will, it will come and it will find you. And so just continue to work on being the best you, you can be. and, And then, Preparation meets opportunity. That's what luck is. That's what that's what I was taught. Yep. Yeah. Well, so saying that to say, you know, obviously, <clears throat> like we said, we live we live in a time when people need, want, are seeking out real leaders, real leadership. <clears throat> you know, that authenticity, um, and uh, and and they're willing to get behind behind it. You know, we want to see change and growth and um and results in a lot of different areas you know from the smallest to the biggest areas of uh our nation our world and and beyond and so um you know again there's a lack for it and just speaking like man to man fathers to fathers you know um we we have that unique role with the children in our life to even to even do that you know don't don't take for granted the leadership uh, um, opportunity that you have with that, you know. I think, I think some people say. I, I heard the quote. Maybe you guys could fix it if I if I um, if I butcher it too bad. But I, I believe there's a quote that's like, you know, our greatest contribution to the world is is how well we parent our children. You know, something like that. And so, and that's about leadership. You know, you lead your children well, and you're intentional with that. You know, you're you're going to change the world just by how well you lead your household and how intentional you are in your parenting. And so. You know, any level that you look at this on, you know, I think it's I think it's time that that, um, you know, somebody take the initiative to stand up and say, you know what, wherever I'm at, my bandwidth, my work, my responsibilities to the side. I mean, those are things that are given. 
So I can even start with those things. I can't get I can't get away from those things. Those are my responsibilities. But in those responsibilities, I can I can optimize my leadership in those and be more intentional even in those. And so um, I think it just takes people saying, "Hey, I'm going to step up to this." And you know, to which I say, "Why not us?" You know, uh, the world needs more dads leaning into that and uh, and leading. And so you know, I guess that's my challenge to you brothers, but also to uh, anybody listening to this is you know. Why not us? Why not? Why not? Why not start with dads? Why not start with parents? Why not start with parenting? Why not? Why not lead well at home and let it and let it roll out from there? You know, it has to start from home, man. It has to start from the ground up. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that's a great challenge for all the guys that are part of the dad of the bone sort of community who listen on the regular, connect with us on social media, all those things, all those guys, man. It's like, hey, why not us? You know, there's obviously um, a need for leadership. There's always going to be a need for leadership moving forward. We need more leadership. We need more leaders in our communities. We need more leaders in our schools. We need more leaders in our local governments. We need more leaders in our national government. Our, you know, we need more leaders all over the place. Why not us? Yes. You know? Why not us? Who's going to so, do it? You know what? Right. One more point about that, and I'll kick it back to you guys, but um, – I think sometimes people feel like there can only be one. Like it's a Highlander, everyone can be a leader. It's not a, a zero sum thing. <laughs> everyone can right. be a leader. There's not just one. That's the ego thing. Everyone can lead. Everyone has an yeah. opportunity to uh, be that person. And don't ever be discouraged because you're like, oh, well, see, nope, they're all listening to him. No, everyone can lead in their own way. Everyone is a leader. Don't think yeah. just because a person's station is where you would like to be that that means that you cannot be a leader and lead from where you're at. Right. Yeah. That's, that's big stuff. That's, that's major keys. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, uh, any any final thoughts as it pertains to this uh, this subject right here? Because if not, I think you guys know what time it is. Oh God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's time for my dad joke. What? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right, listen, listen. See, I, I did the roll-in, so they didn't, they didn't get that. Oh, uh, yeah, hit, hit us with it, Q. Listen, hit it with us. No, no dad joke today. I just wanted, you know, you guys have seen, uh, you know, 50 Cent. He's pretty buff. So um, what, is, uh, what, is, what did 50 do when he was hungry? Hold on. Hold 50 on. do when he was hungry? He said there's no, there's no dad joke and proceeded to tell a dad joke. <laughs> What did 50 Cent do when he was hungry? Is it something about the McDonald's dollar menu or a quarter pounder with cheese or something? I don't know. No. I always have the same resolve when you do these things. I'm always like, I don't know. Just tell me. Yeah, I don't know. Just Guys, tell me. when 50 is hungry, 58. What? Like fifty-eight, the number. That's yeah, the, fifty-eight. Like, yeah. Okay, so, so that's like a that's like a, a dad joke best received in print. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. okay. Right. Fifty-eight. 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 Yeah. Fifty cent was hungry. He fifty-eight. Yeah, Fifty cent was hungry. Oh my 58. gosh. Fifty cent was hungry. He fifty-eight. <laughs> All right. Oh my All right, Rich, gosh. Hit, him, hit him with the socials, man. Hit him with the socials. Man. Listen, if you don't already, get connected uh, on our socials, facebook.com slash dad to the bone podcast. If you're on Instagram, we're on the gram. Hit us up at dad, the number two, 
the number dos, el numero dos, to the podcast, Dad to the Bone podcast on Instagram. Uh, and then also, I don't know if, you, if anybody out there listening to this transmission, wherever you are, uh, knows anything about this little thing called YouTube. But I guess it's a thing. Um, I, I guess it's a thing now. I, it's new. I guess it is. It, it's it's brand new. I think they dropped it just 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 this this past decade. Um, well, I, I think and, it's a 2020 thing. I think it's I think it's 2020. <laughs> it is it's for sure. It's exclusive to 2020. Uh, we're on there too, and it's a uh, Dad to the Bone podcast. You can find us on anything. I'll say it again at Dad to the Bone podcast. If you don't already like and subscribe this or any of our social media pages go ahead and do that get plugged in jump into the conversation we're always posting stuff fresh content and we'd love to hear what you have to say about it so guys you guys want to sign off thank you guys for listening and uh go lead start small dream big and uh let's do something about it yep lead where you are man start where you are yep deuces